invite you to pray with me, as we always do, asking the Lord to come and speak, the Holy Spirit to move. Come Holy Spirit, you open our minds, our hearts, and our souls, that they may be that fertile soil that you speak of in the gospel, that your word may bear deep, rich, and abundant fruit in our lives. Lord, convict and console our hearts, illuminate these scriptures for us. Speak, Lord, for your servants are listening. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. First, let me say... Um, my heart is just very grateful that so many of you are here and despite the weather and the fact that we're here on Wednesday and yes, it is a holy day of obligation, um, but that you've come. It makes, uh, my heart is very grateful for that, um, very grateful. It says a lot about who you are and it says a lot about your faith. Today... We're celebrating the Assumption of the Blessed Virgin Mary. What is that? What does that even mean? Why are we here? Christ, we know, ascended into heaven, body and soul. After his resurrection, he stayed with his apostles, his disciples for a while and began to teach them. And then he ascended into heaven, body and soul. Notice this word, they're different. Christ ascends. Because he is both God and man. It is on his own power that he ascends into heaven, taking his human nature with him. But the Blessed Virgin Mary is assumed into heaven. She is taken up by God. And it is a, a passive reception of this grace. It's not on her own power like Christ ascending. But the Blessed Virgin Mary receiving this gift of being taken up body and soul into heaven. Why is that the case? We know from her immaculate conception that she was preserved from the, the stain of original sin. Why? Not because of Mary, not because she earned anything. It's because Jesus, the, well, the son, was going to take on a human nature. And God could have done that in so many different ways. I constantly think to myself, I'm like, Lord, like, when I, when I think about the incarnation and I kind of think about how he did it, like I would have totally come down full grown, right? Chariot, like blazing flames, angel armies coming down like, what's up everybody, here I come. And Jesus is like, no, I prefer to be a helpless baby in a stall. With smelly animals, given, you know, received in this family of a poor woman and a poor man. And this is an amazing gift. And this is how God chose to enter. He said, I am coming to reveal the fullness of who I am. And in revealing the fullness of who I am, also to win the salvation of the world. Through taking on this human nature and going through the Paschal mystery, suffering, death, and resurrection. 
And he said, to do so, I'm going to ask permission from this young woman through the angel Gabriel. And in order for Mary to receive that, like because Jesus, right, the son, God himself, is going to take on a human nature, there can be no sin there. And so for Mary to since give him a human nature free from sin, then the Lord preserved her in her mother's womb from the stain of original sin so that she may be a pure vessel for the very word of God. And so because of that, one of the effects of original sin was the death and the decay of the body. So we have this grace of Mary being assumed into heaven, body and soul, so that she is there with her son, part of the the first fruits of the resurrection. So that's why we're here. That's what this feast is about. But I want us to take a little time to think about and to meditate like God asked permission. God asked permission from this young woman for his plan to be fulfilled. Did he need to do that? Absolutely not. Absolutely not. But he chose to do that. Mary's yes, in that first moment when the angel Gabriel came, and her perduring yes all the way through the end of her life, allowed God to work mightily. Allowed his plan of salvation to be fulfilled. You know what? God also asked us for permission. First, for our own salvation. Like God doesn't, sometimes we wish, like, man, just make me do what you want me to do, right? Way easier. Just make me do it. But if the Lord takes away our free will, then he takes away our ability to love him. Love requires us having the ability to say no to love. It is a choice. So God loves us so much that he desires that we have not only the ability to love, the capability of love, but that we would love him in return. And so he approaches us. He approaches us and he says, will you let me into your life? Will you let me take away your sin? Will you let me heal your wounds? Will you let me be Lord of your life and work miracles in your life? And then will you let me use you to proclaim my name and my mercy and my grace to this world? This is his invitation. Will you let me? The enemy comes in as this exchange is happening within us. And the enemy says, you are unworthy. He's right. (laughs) But then he begins to say it over and over. God can't love you. God can't use you. You've, You've had too many chances. 
And he begins to bind up our minds and bind up our hearts and try to drag us in the corner so that we're afraid of the Lord. For wrong reasons. But the Lord pursues us in love, unafraid of our sin. That's, that's something we have to get into our minds. Like God is not afraid of your sin. He's not afraid of my sin. Look at the cross. He's entered, he's entered into the fullness of it. He's not afraid of it. It is we who are afraid to, to be honest with ourselves and to expose that to the Lord. And to give it to him. And we are also, in a sense, afraid of the greatness of what God wants to do in and through us. In our poverty and in our weakness, like Mary, we can sing this Magnificat with her if we allow God to do that. So here's another invitation. The Lord knocking at the door of our hearts. Will you let me in? I come to forgive. I come to restore. I come to heal. And I come to give gifts and to invite you on mission with me. This world is hungry and starving for the love that only God can give. And he's waiting for us to say yes to it and then for us to go on mission with him. St. Bernard has this beautiful homily where speaking about the, the Annunciation, and, and he's just like, okay, Mary, everybody's waiting for you to say yes. Say yes. Because if you say yes, then God will be incarnate. Then our salvation and redemption will be one. Who is waiting on our yes? Somebody in your English class? person that you work with at Cane's, who's, who's waiting on our yes? We don't have to earn it. It's a gift that God gives. He wants to respond in his mercy. Let us today, along with the Blessed Virgin Mary, say, yes, Lord. I give you my life. Take it. And then we will sing this Magnificat. The Lord has lifted up the lowly and used us to do mighty things.